do you have a book in you? Do you have the dream to write a book? And you meet the challenge of time, how to prioritize, how to find the time because you are so busy. This coaching session is for you. I am Amira Kelly, and I just had a coaching call with one of the members in my community. And it was so important for me to bring to you what she and I spoke of, because if there is a book in you, if there is a message in you, will be all amiss if you don't bring it out to life and more so your soul wouldn't feel expressed. So let's dive in. What I did is I said to her, okay, well, where do you find yourself right now? And she said that she uh, has two books. And I said to her, well, which one feels more exciting? And she's like, both of them really, they're really connected. And I was like, okay. So then I said to her, what is in the way? And she said, I'm busy. I am doing this, this uh, training. I am uh, taking care of my pa parents. I am working, right? She, she listed all the things that we all understand, the lack of time. And then she said, I don't know how to prioritize. I don't know how to expand time. I don't know how to find the time for writing. And I know better than that, right? I know that the problem is never the problem. On the surface, when I work with my clients, they always tell me, well, this is what the problem looks like on the surface. And I always know that there is a deeper, deeper roots to the issue. So I said to her, all right, well, imagine that you have written the manuscript. What is the worst thing that could happen? What is the worst case scenario? What are you afraid of? And she immediately said, you know what? Um, I'm actually excited about a book tour. I'm actually excited to speak on podcasts. It's exciting to me. So I was like, okay, this sounds wonderful. So please help me. So she wasn't really getting it, right? She was, she was going with what her mind had envisioned. Because we, we always on the surface, we think of what the mind has already imagined, right? But I was digging deeper. I was going towards the fears. And so I said to her, but what are you afraid of? What is the worst thing that could possibly happen if all of that is there in place? If you were to succeed with writing the book, publishing it, going on a speaking tour, what is the price of success? And she said to me, oh, I get it. It's the fear of playing big. And I said to her, okay, there it is. Bingo. So now we have a deeper layer, right? So now we got to dig deeper. This is still not the real answer, not the root answer, right? Even though it is real, it is valid. It's still not where we need to do the coaching work to, to help her change. So I said to her, okay, but there's more. There is more. Please tell me what is underneath this. What would you have to believe is true for you to be afraid of playing big? And she said, oh, it's privacy. I am so afraid of my private life being public. I don't want to be outside of my comfort zone. I don't want to feel like when I go to the grocery store or out in public, 
I have to perform. I want to be able to go without, without makeup, without needing to put on a public persona. And so now we had it, right? Now we have the core. So my love, if you have a book in you, please go through these levels with me, right? Because, oh, I want more than anything for you to put your book out there. So this is what I shared with her. I said to her, um, I have been in business for more than a decade. And I said to her for over the past 10, 12 years, I have been recognized only two times when I was out in public. I said to her the first time it was, I was sitting in a restaurant, I was sitting at the bar just having dinner and and then somebody approached me and they said, are you Mira? And I was like, oh my God, hello. We had a lovely chat. And then 10, 12 years later, 10 years later, this, uh, this same thing happened to me. I was in the grocery store. I was buying groceries. Actually, I was standing right by the strawberries and somebody approached me and said, hey, are you Mira? I have been to your event and, and, and so forth. We had a nice chat. And so I said to her, this happened twice in 10 years and so she started laughing we had a nice laugh about it and I said to her it's not a real concern and it's really up to you how much of your privacy give you give away there are people who very openly share their personal lives on social media and that works for them. They feel comfortable with that. But then there are also people who don't and put the focus on the teachings. And an amazing example is Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's such a force now in the spiritual world and has been for a while. And we don't know much about his personal life, right? We we don't know. He shares and puts the focus on the teaching, on what he wants us to experience, on what people are experiencing, on the scientific research of what his students are able to achieve. So he's a fantastic example of somebody who is navigating being very impactful and very much in the public eye in a very private way, right? Maintaining his, his personal life personal. So it's really up to us how we do that. It really is. And then I went on to tell her another story. So many years ago, I was speaking at a Hay House conference in Toronto. I can do a conference. And Dr. Wayne Dyer was one of the speakers as well. And so in the evening after the event was over, him and I went to the symphony. I love the symphony. And he humored me and he came along. And so as we walked into the symphony, the venue was within walking distance, literally just a couple of walks away from the conference center from the hotel where we were staying. So it was the same venue, right? The same geographic area, I should say, not venue, same geographic area. And, um, and he, he said to me, isn't it interesting? This morning when I was doing my talk, I was a rock star. All these people knew who I am. They all wanted to speak to me. And tonight here, 
I'm just me and nobody knows my name. Nobody recognizes my face. These people don't know who I am. He said, isn't it interesting how there's a huge, the bigger majority of the world doesn't even know who I am. And yet enough people know who he is and how much he has changed their lives, right? We all know that. So um, this fear of our privacy disappearing is truly something that we get to decide how we navigate this. So now that we address the real issue, I said to her, okay, now let's go. Now let's go to your question about organizing time. And so I said to her, we're going to approach this two ways. So now that we dissolve the fear, because that's what she said to me, she said to me, this is super helpful. And even as we're talking about it, I feel the fear of my privacy being taken away, disappearing. So I said to her, okay, now let's talk about your question about organizing time and prioritizing. And I said to her, first and foremost, you have to decide. Nothing happens in life until we decide. And obviously that decision is being held back because she felt afraid, right? That fear was dictating her level of commitment. But now that the fear is gone, it's time for her to say, I decide, this is what I choose. And then I said to her, in terms of prioritizing and time, we have to do this two two ways, right? We got to do it both ways. I said to her, first and foremost, you have to see everything that you do as writing. You cannot just put writing in terms of the hour that you spend a day writing. You have to see you driving and hearing a lecture and something jumping at you and you thinking about it as writing. You have to see your time meditating and you getting ideas for your book as writing. And I said to her, that is because that will take away the guilt. That will take away the should. I should be writing, but I'm not. Because when you see everything is you writing, then the mystery unfolds. Every moment is you being in that deep creative process. And then the next thing that we need to bring in this twofold path of finding the time to write is actually simple, simple arrangement of our schedule. And so uh, she asked me a question. She said, when you wrote your book, Beyond Past Lives, when did you write it? And I said to her, the morning times are the clearest for me. That's when I feel most connected. And she said, yeah, that's that's what I suspected. And um, I said to her, uh, can you find the time in your morning when you can do this? And she said, yeah, I meditate in the morning. That's already dialed in. So I suggested to her to shorten her meditation time and right after meditation to anchoring the writing time because she does not have the habit of writing right? It's not a built-in moment. So the easiest thing to do is to attach it to something that is already 
conducive to that experience and already a given in her schedule. So for her, it's meditating. And also in a state of meditation, of course, she feels connected to the divine. She's already in that channeling state. Of course, ideas are available to flow through her much easier versus if she came home from having been with girlfriends or shopping or being in a stressful situation, right? And so she really liked the idea. And so the next thing is to simply schedule it. So attach it to something that is already a given in your schedule and conducive to that state of sitting down and writing. And the next thing is simply scheduling, putting it on our calendar, because we know that unless we schedule it, hardly anything ever gets done with our busy lives. So this is what I shared with her. And she was really very inspired at the end of the coaching call. She felt very aligned. I shared a bunch of other things with her, but I wanted to bring you the essence of this conversation so that I inspire you for you to go write your best-selling book, for you to go write that which will change people, for you to go write that which will change you. Because the moment of writing is really an inner experience of us connecting to the divine, being on a timeless adventure through the flow of consciousness. And that into itself is the greatest adventure. So I'm excited to hear your thoughts. Please give me your feedback. I'm sending you all my love. I'm wildly excited for you and this adventure that you're embarking on with your book. And also, please check out my membership, my community, The Money Club. These are the kind kinds of ideas and conversations we share there so that we empower the members, the community, to live their purpose, to live their best lives, to serve the divine in ways that are aligned to who they are. I love you and we'll speak soon.